and welcome to Delusions of Grandeur. I'm Lady Naomi and I'm here today with... Gracie Marie! Yay! Hey! How's it going? Really well, thank you. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm awesome. Haven't got the COVID yet. Touch wood. Touch wood. Knock, knock. Yeah, well, (laughs) lots of people have. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But we're here for, ooh, episode 28? 28. Oh my God. God. Craziness. Yeah. And so what are we talking about? So we're actually talking about like random acts of kindness slash paying it forward and how that can really have an amazing impact on on somebody. Nice. Yeah. And this was actually a suggestion on our socials. Someone jumped on and commented on our page and was like, hey, how about you talk about this as a subject? And I was like, yes, let's talk about this as a subject. Lovely. Well, let's talk about this as a subject. Absolutely. Where do we start? Okay. Well, have, have you ever been the giver or recipient of a random act of kindness? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tell us. Uh, receiver. Mm-hmm. I was in a queue in Macca's one day, uh, in the drive-thru and someone paid for my drink. Oh. Like I was just going through to get a cold drink. It was a stinking hot day. Yeah. And yeah, I went through and got a drink and got to the checkouty bit and she said, oh no, the car in front of you's already paid for that. And I've gone, what, who, why? Yeah. And they were gone. <laughs> they had disappeared so quickly. Yep. I didn't get a chance to even give them away. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I thought, I mean, you know, it was lovely. Yeah. Unnecessary, but lovely. That's cool. And yeah, it was like kind of, oh, <laughs> isn't that sweet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It restores your faith a little bit in uh, the world. What about you? I'm sure I have. I I just can't actually kind of place an event where I've been the recipient of a, a random act, but I'm all for it. I love watching videos on Instagram or you know, Facebook and that kind of thing where people share that. You know, like ones I've seen were people who um, they picked up some money and returned it to the person and they're like, thanks for being honest, here's like $500 instead of the $20 you picked up. And I just love seeing genuine people who... It changes their world. Do you think some of those are bullshit, though? Oh, no doubt. No yeah, doubt. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I have seen some where, yeah, American, hmm. where they um, help someone to the point of, like, it's generally a homeless person. It starts with, um, uh, the, the one I've seen that really I, I recall, fellow sits down next to a homeless man and says, oh, mate, I'm really hungry could you share something with me mm-hmm. and the homeless dude goes oh absolutely and gave him food yeah now the bloke he gave food to was actually quite uh, not in need of cash mm. or food and ultimately over a number of days crowd funded mm. enough money to get this bloke off the streets and into a rental with sort of 12 months rent paid in advance and wow and some clothing and some furniture. And I thought that was really good. And then I saw a whole heap of them afterwards that were pretty much copycats and I began to wonder were they (laughs) unrealistic, whereas the first one I was happy to believe that it was genuine. Yeah, yeah. I do watch a lot of um, Humans of New York, Mm -hmm. um, Brendan Stanton, and he is amazing for paying it forward. So he will photograph someone and tell their story. Yeah. And his followers, of which there are hundreds of thousands, will reach out and donate. And he's done things. He did something for a school a couple of years ago, a school that was uh, in an impoverished area and couldn't afford um, things like uniforms. Mm -hmm. And, you know, once a child is in a uniform, they have a better view of their education um, and raised millions. So, yeah, he does a heap of that stuff. And I I do like to watch it. Mm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Have you have you ever paid it forward? Oh through? yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we don't need to talk about what I've done. Oh, but like what what would be your motivation behind doing that? I'm a very lucky person. Yeah. Incredibly lucky. Mm-hmm. Um I have a good job. I've had a good job for many years. Mm-hmm. I have a world full of friends. I don't want for a roof over my head or food in my belly. Yeah. Uh, but there are times when I know other people do and I help where I can. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And I think that's what it's about. Like, as you've, you've sort of alluded to, I think in this day of social media, a lot of it is kind of done for the the applause or done, like in and, and I think that's a genuine act of kindness is almost that no one's watching and you do it instead yeah. of it being there for the the likes and the shares and that kind of thing if that's the reason you're doing it you're doing it for the wrong reason but at least you're still doing it yeah yeah that's true I do um I do support uh, a lot of charities with I, I have in the past been a bit of a collector uh, one would say, I don't like the word hoarder. Um, <laughs> so many negative connotations. <laughs> curator. And as I'm uh, de-shitting, it's, it's so much easier when you know it's going somewhere where someone's going to benefit. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and I'm in a couple of the free cycle, local free cycle groups. So, uh, oh, I don't know, two Sundays ago, I had two um, upright electric fans Mm -hmm. and there was a a free swap day uh, not far from where I lived and I couldn't go yeah um and I knew a woman I'd met her through a gardening group a local gardening group and she said she actually posted that she wanted to go but she didn't have anything to bring Mm -hmm. and I sent her a message going oh my god can you swing past mine because (laughs) I can't go (laughs) but I would really like you yep to take these things on my behalf and Mm. she did and you know we caught up again and had a nice chat and yeah, she did. She went, she had a lovely time and she said, what do I do if these aren't taken? I said, if they're not taken and you don't want them, yeah. um, drop them at a charity bin or bring them back. And yeah. she sent me a message saying, oh, they were snapped up straight away. Yep. Yep. And yeah, that was great. It was lovely. And I think that's it. Like there's potentially people who look at it and go, oh, well, a random act of kindness is that you have to give a stranger $50 or they, they kind of associate it with some kind of there's a monetary value for it to count. And I, I think that it's really that where you've got something that you don't need and you've got a choice, you can either throw it in the bin or you can put it on Marketplace and expect 100 bucks for it or you can give it to somebody who may genuinely need it. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's that's super powerful to be able to. And, and again, it's that having the privilege and being able to go, you know what, I've, I've lived a good life. I have everything that I need and I, I am able to give this to somebody who needs it. But it doesn't need to be goods either. You know, you can be, I mean, how many of us have been in the supermarket and seen some horrible little child having a tantrum and, and a parent struggling and it costs nothing to go up and say, hey, you're doing the best you can. I hope your day gets better. <laughs> See, that's, that's dangerous because I've seen that backfire and somebody cop a godful, like, to be uh, told. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So, I, I like, <laughs> the children meltdown ones I'm, I've been on the fence about okay. because I, I give a sympathetic look, but I, I dare not try and render assistance or, or even that encouragement mm. because I've, I've, I've seen it go, go bad. <laughs> well, you can do it in the workplace as well. You can say, hey, you know. Oh, your workload's huge today. Is there anything I can do to help? Or, 
hey, your workload's, your workload's huge today, you're doing a great job. And I think, yeah, that that's a big one is... It doesn't hurt to be nice. No, and, and I think in the workplace there's this real sense of, and, and especially in my workplace where it's oh, you get rewards and recognition for going above and beyond and doing something amazing and you've changed something. It's like literally like the best thing that you can do is do your job and do your job well. <laughs> and I think that needs to be called out more than what it is because there's this, this uh, conception and that, that people go, oh, you know, it's like, yeah, you have to be doing something extra to be remarkable in your workplace. And it's like, by you just doing your job, that means everyone else can just do their job. They're not having to <laughs> pick True. up to you. So, yeah, I, I think that that's, that's something that's kind of under undercooked really is that sense of, um, paying it forward or, or even just having that, um, hey, you're doing an amazing job in the workplace. Um, Funny, because yeah. where I work, you actually get an award for years of service. <laughs> and I was recently offered my, I think it was my 30-year oh. um, award, mm-hmm. even though I've been there 42. <laughs> um, they're a little bit behind with the paperwork. I can't count. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I used to think it was pretty naff, but it's actually – quite nice to be um, recognised mm-hmm. and it's recognised in a public ceremony and in fact last time which I think was my might have been my 25 year mm-hmm. um, the local media were there and there was I on the news that night receiving my award and yeah it is a bit naff but at the same time I turned up I yeah. did my job yep and yeah, it's okay, mind you. the The award you get is a tie pin, uh, and <laughs> I don't often wear a tie. You need to suit up. Start wearing one. Oh, you, you bring reckon? that back? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it, it'll have a stack of pins. On it. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. No, but it, uh, yeah, I, I think that there is that sense of um, that. Yeah, a bit like you, where you're like, oh, it's it's naff to get that called out, but. I've been in my workplace for about eight and a half years now and and last year on my work anniversary was the very first time that any boss or people leader had actually said to me, oh, it's your work anniversary today. Happy work anniversary. And I was tickled pink. Um, There was no ceremony. There was no award, but it was just that acknowledgement because you know me and you know I'm a sucker for my birthdays and anniversaries and those special dates and so my work anniversary is actually very special to me because I've been in my job longer than I've ever been married so I kind of (laughs) (laughs) so I am I feel like I'm married to my job so I feel like it's a relationship milestone and it was nice to have that validated by somebody well that's that's really interesting because where I am your recognition of years of service comes many years after you've hit that milestone (laughs) Because it's that? a huge organisation oh. <laughs> and, you know, it takes a lot of – you have to go through a lot of processes for someone to go, bing, oh, yeah, that one needs an award. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I have heard of people who are sort of five, six, seven or more years waiting mm. for their awards. <laughs> Excellent. A, a really public a random act of kindness that I do want to call out is recently uh, the beautiful cake lady, Cakes by Kyla, down at Gosford. She baked, I want to say, about four and a half thousand cakes and delivered them to all of the local health 
services, like all of the hospitals and oh, that kind wow. of thing locally. And it was like as a thank you for them working through all of the, the COVID and the drama and that kind of thing. And I just thought that was super cute because no, it's, it's lovely. I, I don't bake, but if I did, um, I still probably wouldn't make four and a half thousand cakes to give them to strangers. Well, funny, I've had some tradies here this week and I baked for them. Does that count? <laughs> Where's mine? It's in the fridge. <laughs> just as well. <laughs> And uh, there was there was one day I think there were there were three tradies here, mm. and it was lunchtime and I thought these guys aren't going to stop. They yeah. they'd been on the go for like already for f- like four hours, mm-hmm. and so I've called out. I'm ordering a burger. Who wants a works burger? And it was like ooh, and so you know yes I did pay them for their services, but I also bought them lunch. And I think that's it. Like just because you're engaging someone's services, doesn't mean that they're not a person, and doesn't mean like. Um, yeah, that they don't appreciate those little things. Yeah. and so. we did. We stopped and, and we all ate together and we chatted. And, I, like, I learned about the type of work they were doing. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was just it was just interesting to know them a little better as, as people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In, mm. in relation to random acts of kindness, are you ever suspicious about potentially the motive of the person who's doing the act? Uh, yes, if they're recording it for Instagram or YouTube, I'm instantly <laughs> suspicious. But if I see someone in the street by a person who is down on their luck a meal mm-hmm. without a camera around, no, I'm not suspicious at all. I think that's a lovely thing to do. Yep. Yeah. I I don't know. I um I think in this day and age of scams and stuff, I immediately go to suspicion. It's kind of like, um, and again, not, not that I can ever think of a time when I've been on the receiving end of it. And even in my workplace, like we sometimes do like, or they have free coffee day or free pizza day or, or that kind of thing. But uh, the cynic in me is like, this is not just a nice fluffy thing to do. It's like a bargaining chip to get people back into the office. And I, I think that's the difference. I I look at the motive of a random act of kindness or, or paying it forward. It shouldn't, there shouldn't be an ulterior motive. It needs to be a, a genuinely joyful giving for the sake of giving rather than any kind of acknowledgement or record or um, that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> oh. well, that's, that's brought up an interesting thing in my mind where I work again, large organization. If someone comes into our, uh, counter area with a gift we're not allowed to accept it no so if it's food it's um, declined if it's packaged food like a box of chocolates yeah it has to go into a thing called the gift register yeah and then someone makes a decision on whether it can be uh, accepted (laughs) returned or disposed of yeah and it, it happened to me not last year the year before I had struggled with a woman who was well, the woman was struggling with an, an estate issue for an out-of-state, deceased estate. Can you say state enough times? Just checking a state a couple more times. State. Oh, I got a state that it was it was difficult doing the forms. Mm. And it was not something I had experienced before. I was doing it as a JP, not in my normal work role. Yep. And she had come in to see me at my workplace because, because I am a JP. Mm. Uh, she'd come in maybe four, three or four times. Mm. Can't really remember. And on the last occasion, she brought in a box of chocolates. And I said, no, under the JP, JP rules. rules, I can't accept that. And she said, 
well, I'm leaving them here on the desk. And I thought, oh, my God, what am I supposed to do? Because I, I can't accept them because I'm in my workplace and I can't accept them because of the role I'm uh-huh. doing. And I said, no, please take them with you. And she upped and left. So I took them upstairs to one of the um, supervisors and said, look, this has just happened. This has got to go in the gift register. I can't accept it because of who I am and what role I was performing. Yep. And he's going, oh, I'll just take them. And I thought, oh, I'm diabetic. I really don't need chocolate. <laughs> Uh, so they were taken back down to um, the staff who basically man the front area, mm. who have the most contact with the public, and um, they scoffed into them. Yeah. And that yeah. was fine, but yeah. it was, you know, hard for me to explain to this woman, no, I, I just simply cannot legally accept that. Exactly, yeah, and, and I appreciate it. Like, I thank do. you so much. However, I just but, legally yeah. cannot take this yeah. as a gift because – that the rules of what I do as a JP don't permit me yeah, to take a payment. I can't take it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, mm. interesting. But yeah, I am highly suspicious of the things you see on on social media. Yeah. Because why are they there? Yeah. You're not – these things should be done from a, a place of giving, not a place of, ooh, how many views will I get? That's that's what I feel like. The whole concept of, of paying it forward or a random act of kindness has been hijacked by influencers slash businesses. Yeah. Like there's, there's a whole agenda around it now. Um, it's not something where you can just like be kind or, again, be having a really great day and going, you know what, I'm loving life and I feel so blessed and so lucky. I just want to be able to share that with Again, the person behind me at the checkout or the person behind me at Backers in the drive-through mm. or, or that kind of thing. Mm. Um, there was actually a really beautiful story. One of my um, friends, she, she, I used to work with her. Um, she recently had her car stolen. And so she was – and they, they'd trashed the car. It was a mess. And the poor thing, she'd gone to this shopping centre and was sitting there and a gentleman had started talking to her and she was just sobbing. She was crying about all of these terrible things that had happened. And, and so he went and bought some flowers and Aww. returned with those. And, and I just thought, you know what, like we've got to hang on to those moments, mm. especially when we've been on that journey and it's just like everything that go possibly goes wrong has gone wrong. There's a glimmer of hope and there's that glimmer that humanity, we, we're going to be okay. And I think after COVID, I, I had lost faith in humanity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we can't follow basic instructions. We can't even wash our hands. No. Like there is no, there is no faith for humanity. Um, so it's kind of nice to see these little glimmers of hope, especially as we re-emerge um, from the last few years in terms of, of what we have been able to do. And, and I think, it's allowing us to people again um, because I think we've we've also forgotten as as humans how to interact and how to engage with each other because we were kept apart for so long. We were, and we were told that like it's scary to be too close, and yeah, and so yeah. we've sort of put those those virtual walls up. Um, that now people are still trying to figure out how we come back together again and what that looks like. Yeah, I, I do have a little story. I'm I'm happy to share this story because I, I did put it on my private social media. Mm-hmm. Um, so about seven or eight years ago, yeah. I had replaced my car yep. uh, with a newer version mm-hmm. and my car, my old car, my old red car sat out the front of my house for, I don't know, a couple of months mm. and my local mechanic rang me and said, have you still got that car? Yeah. Why? He said, oh, there's this old dear. 
and uh, she lives local and I can't repair her car. It's beyond repair. Mm -hmm. She can't afford another car. And I just thought if I could buy your old car, Mm. I could do it up for her and give it to her. And I've gone, well, if you're going to do it up, I'll give it to you. Mm Mm-hmm. So I gave him the car, or he came and got the car. Mm-hmm. He did a service on it. Mm-hmm. The bloke in the next business to him detailed it and polished it. Aww. And they gave this old dear, her name's Dorothy, mm-hmm. gave Dorothy the car. Yep. Anyway, so Dorothy tracked me down and sent me flowers <laughs> to the house, which I thought was lovely, yep. but unnecessary. Mm. And then maybe six years later, I saw Dorothy in the car park of the local supermarket. Yep. Because I recognised the car <laughs> and the number plate. Yep. And I've gone, I've gone, Dorothy, I'm Naomi. This is, oh, she's gone, your car. And I've gone, <laughs> well, no, it's your car. How's it going? And so we talked a bit about the car and she'd, she'd bumped it a few times <laughs> because Dorothy was really getting on in years. Mm-hmm. And she was only driving locally. Yeah. Anyway, she said to me, what do I do with it when I'm not allowed to drive anymore? And I jokingly said, ah, just give it back. <laughs> Thinking I'd never hear from her again. That's right. Well, I heard from her again. Oh, my God. Uh, probably three months ago, uh-huh. I had a phone call at work and it went into the uh, administration part of the building mm. and it was, I need to speak to the lady... <laughs> Who lives in a particular suburb who gave me a car. (laughs) And they've worked it out that it was me. (laughs) And so, and they took her number. So I rang her back and I knew what was coming. She said, oh, I'm not allowed to drive anymore. Do you want the car back? And I thought, oh, God, what do I do with the car? Because this particular, it was a a five-door red laser and I'd had two of them (laughs) and one had gone to someone else. Uh Uh-huh. And so this one was coming back like a boomerang. <laughs> and so I've gone, oh, yeah, sure. Because I thought, how is she at nearly 90 going mm. to get rid of this car? Yeah, yeah. And so I, I sent my neighbour a text going, hey, you don't know anyone who needs a car, do you? And she went, nah. Uh, and I picked it up and, oh, my God, it drove like a brick. <laughs> Got it home and thought, I should keep it. You fell back in love with it, didn't you? I did. You? <laughs> I really did. Uh, but then my neighbour said, actually, I do know someone who needs a car, a woman who's um, a single mother. Mm-hmm. She's working two jobs, but she can't get can't take night shifts because where we live, there's no public transport. Yep. And she could not get to or from her night shift job. Mm-hmm. And so same thing happened. The car came here. Mm. People next door to me did a bit of a tidy up of it. Yep. The guy next up, so two doors up, he did a service on it. Oh. And this woman came and collected the car. Yep. And blow me down, three weeks later, it friggin' overtakes me. <laughs> on it's running road, better than your car. <laughs> Main Road 217. It zoomed past me and I've gone, what the? I mean, it, always, it was always a bit zippy. Yep. Um, and yeah, so it's still it's still running around today. It oh, overtook my, my neighbour yesterday. She <laughs> sent me a message going, "Oh, I just saw your old car." <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's you know it's going really well. I think it was about a nineteen ninety, maybe a ninety four. Might have been it. Might have been a nineteen ninety mm. five door red. 
are. Yep. And when I gifted it to Dorothy, mm. it had 300,000 kilometres on it. Yikes. And so in the sort of eight years she had it, she put about 26 or 27,000 kilometres on it. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, see, that was, a, that was a lovely story and that's worked really well. So the woman who now has it is able to work her night shifts as well. Yep. She's got a teenage daughter. She's able to get her to and from her sporting things yep. on weekends. And yeah, everyone's happy. Yep. And that's the thing. You could have been like, okay, Dorothy, it's two grand for the car. Like you could have been that person to be, and even the, the new owner, okay, yeah, no, I, I need to, to make money out of this. Well, but she that's... actually said to me, how much do you want for it? And I've gone, no, no, it's a gift. And she like looked at me sideways going, what? Again, it's that suspicion because it's yeah. like, what the hell do you want? And it didn't have, it probably only had three months rego on it. And I know, I know her next door neighbour mm. actually put six months rego on it for her. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I love it, it ever? I love it when like people come together to make like multiple acts of kindness. It's like, the village. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's and, and I love those stories. So if anyone is driving around listening to us and you see a red laser fly past you, just give them a wave because yeah. it's probably <laughs> Lady Naomi's former vehicle. One of them, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a great little zippy car. It took me everywhere. I've been all over Australia in that number. Yeah. yeah. Um, hence the 300,000 kilometres on it. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, that and it cost me nothing to hmm. make two people happy. Yep. And what else was I going to do with it? It was out the front and I was thinking, oh, do I do I ring a wrecker? I knew it still had life in it and mm. it, it seemed wasteful yep. to just ring a wrecker. Yep. Um, yeah, so that that was a good that was a good little story. That's a beautiful story. Yeah. I like that one. And and we would like to hear anyone else's stories in terms of if you have received a random act of kindness or if you have if you, if you want to share a beautiful story where you have given it, you know, and and then it's not for the kudos or the you know the, the shout out. It's just to kind of share the warm fuzzy that you got from being able to pay it forward to somebody or, or again, the impact that, it, that it's made on someone's life. So we would love to hear your stories. Hit us up on the socials, which is Delusions of Grandeur podcast. And we are on Facebook and Instagram. But we're not on Pinterest or OnlyFans. <laughs> Yet. We keep saying that. Yeah, they'll, no. they'll hit a point where the petrol prices and the price of lettuce will go up to a point where we'll have to jump on OnlyFans. I felt so wealthy the other day. I drove and bought a letter. Oh, my God. You are showing off now. I am. I am. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, and, and even new ways of listening to us include. So we are now on Audible and we are on Amazon Music. We're everywhere. Really? Yes. Wherever you can listen we're to like a COVID. podcast. We're everywhere. We are, <laughs> we are everywhere. Just wash your hands, people. Yeah. <laughs> Sanitize. That's don't it. lick the windows. Or each other. Or just, each other. Yeah, just don't oh, do you that. Can lick each other. <laughs> I mean, let's not go there. That's a whole other That's podcast. another episode for another yeah. time. <laughs> so what are we discussing next week? Okay, or then. Episode 29. 29. So oh. it's kind of a fun one. We're talking about relationships and dating. Oh, God. And, yeah, we've got some funny lighthearted stories to share so I, I think it'll be and fun. I have a quote <laughs> yes you do <laughs> all right well I guess uh if you've listened today and you've enjoyed us come back next week that's it we'll catch you then and, and please share your beautiful stories and and we would love to know how Arena Act has has impacted you and changed your life so yeah we'll, we'll... or if you got scammed from it well yeah are you suspicious or are you open to it yeah <laughs> let us know lettuce too expensive <laughs> cabbage <laughs> <laughs> Bye, peeps. Bye.